to say, you're my God, you're my God. You all together, you all together. Lift up your hands up to him, all together. Oh, all together. Oh, all to Lift up your hearts, here I am. Here I am. Here I am to bow down. To say, you are my God. You are together, you are together. Oh, yeah. All together. You are here, I am, here I am too. Open up your heart unto him, all together, wonderful to me. Ancient of days, as old as you are, as old as you are, oh, you remain the same. A chant of this, chant of this, as old as you are, as old as you are, as old as you are, you remain, you remain. Lift up our ancient of this. Mandala by us, the candle of us, as old as you are. You remain the same. A chance of this. As old as you are, as old as you are. As old as you are, as old as you are. Oh, you, you. Power am I, power am I. Belongs to our God, belongs to our God forever. Oh, singing power am I, power am I, belongs to our God forever. Lift up your power, my power. Oh, belongs to our God. Oh, forever and Oh, oh, glory be to my God. Hallelujah. Lift up your voice, somebody. Lift up your voice. Glory be to my God, glory be to my God, glory be to my God, hallelujah, hallelujah, 
We sing, we sing glory be to my God. Hallelujah. Lift up your voice, somebody. Out of your own words. Out of your own words. Lift up worship unto him. Lift up praises unto him. Let your heart burst forth. Let your heart burst forth of his goodness, of his kindness. Oh, worship him, somebody. Oh, celebrate him. For he's the king of kings and the lord of lords. Celebrate him. Celebrate him. Celebrate him. Celebrate him. Hey, the Lord of Lords. No matter your situation, somebody lift up your voice and worship him. Yes, he reigns. He's still the king of kings. He's still the Lord of Lords. None can be compared to him. Holy, 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 holy are you. Worthy are you. Worthy are you. Worthy are you of our thanksgiving. Worthy are you of our praises. Worthy are you of our worship. Masata. Ika payatalia. Letayanda labayasite. Itayanda labayasimandelebe. Itayanda labayasikotoloboya. Itayanda labayasipayanda lababa. Matayanda lababandelebe. Who are we that you've chosen us? Who are we, O Lord, that you've accepted us? Who are we that you've washed us? Made us holy. Made us righteous. In the name of Jesus. Yes, give him all the worship. Oh, yes, O Lord. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, you are the lamb. The lamb who was slain for our sins. Yes, 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 the lion, the lion, the lion of the tribe of Judah. You are worthy, Father. You are worthy, Lord Jesus. You are worthy, Lord Holy Spirit. Ah, Sandelebeasa, Ikapayatali and Elebe, Yesetelebelebelebe, Lakatayadalabayasa. Rejoice in the Lord, somebody. Rejoice in the Lord, somebody. Rejoice in the Lord, somebody. Open up your mouth, somebody, and give me worship, and give me worship, and give me worship. We are before your majesty. Thank you, Father. Yes, Jesus. Jesus. Ah. Send the Lord 
Makapaya Toloboyana, Italiana Lababasita Leonoa, Letayana Lababasikaya, Epatoloboyanelia, Icapaya Telian de Leve, Italiana Lababasia Talia, Macataliana Lavasia Talian de Leve. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Ah, Jesus. Ah, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Holy are you, God, oh, all creation. Oh, call you, God. You are worthy. We worship, we worship your majesty, your might, awesome, awesome God, how great thou art, you are, you are, mighty are your miracles. Standing on, we're standing on of your holy name. Lord, we bow, Lord, we bow. Oh, and watch. Awesome God, awesome God. How great, how great our. Everybody lift up your hands with me. Oh, you are mighty I am miracle, mighty I am it. Oh, it's standing all of your holy name, of your holy name. Lord, we bow, Lord, we bow. Oh, yeah, well. Before last time, awesome God, awesome God. Oh, how great you are, you are, Lord. Mighty are your mighty, I am me. Oh, we stand in awe of your holy name, of your holy Lord, we bow, Lord, we bow, oh, and worship. Lord, we bow, Lord, and worship. Lord, we bow, Lord, we bow, oh, Thank you for your faithful. Thank you for your holy. Thank you for there's none like you. We are grateful. That you've chosen us. We are grateful. That you've called us. We are grateful. We thank you. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Please do take your seats.
Give somebody a high five. Tell the person the Lord is here with us. The Lord is here with us. I don't, I don't know what else is as good as giving him worship. Hallelujah. And blessing his name. We thank him for the abundance of life he has given us. And the blessings. Is anybody here who is grateful to the Lord? You are grateful to the Lord? You are grateful? Hallelujah. I hope I'm still, I'm saying the right thing. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So we are still on our path. Good to see some of you. In fact, all of you. Amen. We are still sharing. for testimony, but I'll do that later. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. What a great blessing. Exodus chapter 2. Exodus chapter 2. Tell somebody we're in Exodus. <laughs> Hallelujah. We said last week that there are two, there are three main exoduses. Is that so? The first exodus is the one that was led by Moses. So our brother, in fact, our senior man, led the first exodus. Hallelujah. He led them out of captivity. And we said the whole Bible is about one big story. Amen. What was the second exodus? It was the people of Israel coming out of Babylon. Uh, and Cyrus was the king of Persia. Medes. And he declared that the people should go back to their land. So they left captivity. Hallelujah. Which was the second exodus. What was the third exodus? Jesus <laughs> Jesus is not the Exodus. Jesus is the one leading the Exodus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus is leading men out of captivity. Hallelujah. Out of the captivity of sin. Because the main cause of all that was because of sin. Hallelujah. Amen. And Jesus, the main servant, has come to deliver us out of sin. So, we said we'll be looking at these three parts as we go along in the whole year. So we are back in Exodus again. Exodus chapter 2. Amen? Are you with me, somebody? Are you with me? Were you blessed last week? Do you remember the story last week? Do you remember the story? Huh? <laughs> so, we're preaching from the story of Jacob and his sons and how they went into exile. Now let's go to verse 1 of chapter 2. I'll come back to that. 
verse 1 of chapter 2. Now a man of the house of Levi married a Levite woman. Hallelujah. A man of the house of Levi married a Levite woman. Please, who was that man? And who was that woman? I have a prize for a good answer. Free pule, free chicken is going to go to somebody. Yeah. This one is 100 straight. Wow. For a good answer. Yeah. You have to give me their names. And then the verse possibly. A $300 bill. <laughs> Moroccan dollar bill. <laughs> yes, it's going to go to somebody. What, who was, what was the name? It pays to know your Bible. It pays. Literally, it pays. That's, why, that's, what, that's what I mean. It pays literally to know your Bible. Yes. No checking of phones. No, no. All phones. Interdi. No. Oh, please, give me the answer. Sister Kunda. Free pule. The question. <laughs> yes. Who was that? What was the name of that man? Yes. Che. The name of the man. A free pule is going away. Just, uh huh. Joe, yes. Eh? Eh? I can't even hear. Who has? Hey, brother. I think if you give me a certain answer, you pay me back. <laughs> if your answer is too far. <laughs> yes. Uh huh, Rita. Uh huh. Ivan, you want to try? Uh huh. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hey, you said? You see, he's not confident. Hallelujah. It is Amram. 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 Just your bed. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Now, a man of the house of Levi married a Levite woman. Amen. And she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. You shall also become pregnant in the name of Jesus. At the right time. At the right time. At the right time. Tell someone at the right time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, these days I'm seeing babies everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those who are with us who have left, they are making babies everywhere. What a great blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. And she became pregnant and gave birth to a son when she saw that he was a fine boy. You shall have a fine boy. 
you will have a fine girl too. Your children will be fine. Tell somebody your kids will be fine. Your kids will be fine. I can see your kids will be fine. I can see. Maybe your face is not looking fine, but I'm telling you. Maybe your face is somehow, but your kids will be fine. I'm telling you. <laughs> you have fine kids. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Hallelujah. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe. And her attendants were walking along the river, the river bank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her slave girl to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter. So this was the sister of the baby. Asked Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Who was the sister? Miriam. Good, got it, got it. There was no money on that one. No, no money. Then the sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she, she answered. And the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this baby and nurse him for me and I will pay you. Hallelujah. A job you are going to do for free, you are going to be paid for. Wow. <laughs> the rest then. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter and he became her son. She named him Moisa. She named him what? Moise, Moses, saying, I drew him from the water. Hallelujah. She named him Moses because she drew him from the water. Such an interesting text before us this morning. Shall we pray? Father, we ask for your blessings as we preach your word, as we go through your word, as we learn, as we discover the truth. Father, I pray that you speak to us. Have mercy on me. And use me as a vessel. And Father, bless us. Correct us. Change us. Let us see things differently. In the name of Jesus. Give us the grace to walk in instructions we are about to hear. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. I want to talk to you this morning about, this afternoon, about seeing beyond the ordinary. Hallelujah. Seeing beyond the ordinary. I, I have to apologize that last week I didn't give you a title for the sermon. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, but I had a title for the sermon. I don't know why I just didn't say it. Amen. You could see right from the verse, the, the chapter one, how we went through last week. We saw that God was gracious and he was present in the midst of the problems that were going on. Hallelujah. And we saw that 
right from the beginning of the names that we mentioned, Jacob, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, all of them, we realized that there was something wrong with them. Hallelujah. And we said that these were what? The founding fathers of the nation of Israel. These were the founding fathers. So, do you understand? Huh? These are the founding fathers of the nation of Israel. These are the people that God took to form the nation of Israel. And we could see in their past life, in their life, that they were somehow. Some of them slept with their father's wife. Some of them killed people. Some of them murdered. Some of them were angry. In fact, they all sold their brother into slavery. Amazingly, their brother came out of slavery. He wasn't buried there. His bones came out, but they all died in the, in the land they sold him. They were all buried there. Hallelujah. But you could see that these guys were weird. And still God chose them. In all of them, the Bible says they were 70 and they entered into Egypt. Amen. They were weird people. But yet still they were the founding fathers. Tell somebody, you were weird, you are weird, you were weird, you are weird, you are weird. You are somehow, but God has chosen you. Look into the face of the person well. Look into the face. You are somehow, you are somehow, but God has chosen you. <laughs> yeah, you are somehow. You, you know that you are somehow. Yeah, you know that you are somehow. Hallelujah. Including all of us, including myself. Now, the verse 6 says of the chapter 1, Now Joseph and his brothers, Joseph had died and all that. And verse 8 says, Then a king came who knew no Joseph. In fact, I said that it means that Joseph meant nothing to him. So he says, let's enslave them. Let's treat them with harsh labor. And Bible says, as they were treating them with harsh labor, then they prospered. They increased. I can see you prospering in every situation. Hallelujah. Why? Because you are made of that seed. You are made of the seed to prosper in the midst of anything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and we said that we don't know why, but God somehow decides to prosper you in the midst of your, of your hard labor. Somehow, in his wisdom, he doesn't take the hard labor away, but he decides that in the midst of the hard labor, he will prosper you. <laughs> and Bible says that the more they worked on them, the more they oppressed them, the more they to the point where they were afraid of them. What kind of people is this? So Pharaoh took a next plan. And the next plan was to attack them in their midst. So he goes to those who are supposed to um, bring out the babies. Those who are supposed to deliver babies. Those who are supposed to preserve life. Those who are supposed to bring out life. It's amazing. Isn't it amazing that the devil always attacks in that way? He goes to the father who is supposed to protect you don't know why your mother is so uh, somehow. But somehow, your mother is being disturbed. Hallelujah. Yeah. Those who are supposed to help are the very ones that the devil goes to, to destroy. So he goes to the midwives and says, midwives, I want you to kill all the male bones. Hebrew midwives. So that when they are dead, they will, they will, they will not say that it's Pharaoh. Who killed them? It's the same Hebrew kill them. It's always like that. But bless God. God was with them. God, they feared God and so they did not do what Pharaoh had told them to do. 
So the verse 20 says, so God was kind to the midwives and the people increased and became even more numerous because they feared God. He gave them families of their own. As you work for the Lord, may the Lord also give you what is of your own in the name of Jesus. The verse 22, the verse 22 is where I want to get to before I get to, into the verse 1. Then Pharaoh gave his order to all his people. Every boy that is born, you must throw into the, into the Nile. But let every girl live. So, now Pharaoh has changed his tactics. It's no more the midwives because he has realized that he's not winning from the midwives. So, he has told all the Egyptians, if you see any male born from the house of the Hebrew, do what? Throw them into the Nile. What an attack. Now it has increased. Now it's a time of panic. Now it's a time of tumor. It's a time where everybody is afraid. You want to give birth. You want to have babies. But if we find your baby and it's a boy, it's God. God, in the midst of this, a man finds a woman and they got married. Hallelujah. Tell somebody they got married. <laughs> Say it again, they got married. <laughs> In the midst of these issues, they were getting married. Can you imagine it? In the midst of their slavery, they were getting married. And they had enough energy to be making babies. Babies. In the midst of their oppression, in the midst of their slavery, you shall make a baby too in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. So they got married and she became pregnant as what happens always and gave birth to a son. And when he saw that the son was fine, he saw that the son was fine. Hallelujah. I want you to understand the state in which these people found themselves. So if we catch you with a baby, we are going to do what? We'll throw your baby away. We'll put your baby in the, in the river. Hey. How many will have to make babies in, in, in such a time? But God, God is such an amazing God. I'm, I'm just surprised at him. He said, that is what you do. Okay. You put my children on the river. I will deliver the deliverer from the river. As you are throwing my children to the river, I will be at the river side. I will be there. When you throw them, I will deliver them. Hallelujah. You can see the grace of God in every part of their lives. You can see the providence of God in every part of their lives. He says, wherever your trouble is, that's where I will be. I will be with you in the midst of the trouble. I will be in the midst of you in the fire. I'll be in the midst of you in the waters. It says, I'll be there. Hallelujah. Tell somebody he's going to be with you. Shake somebody for me. He's going to be with you. So, so, so the story nails down with, with, with the words of Pharaoh's daughter. Now, the very people, imagine, 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 the very people who are killing them is the same people that God is going to use to, to save. So he calls his daughter. 
Pharaoh's daughter sees the baby and she has compassion on the baby. Hallelujah. When the child grew older, verse 10, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter and he became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him from, from the water. Whatever water you find yourself in, you'll be drawn away. The Lord will draw you out in the name of Jesus. Let me hear your loudest amen, somebody. Yes, 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 he'll draw us. He'll draw you out. He'll be there. He'll be there. Hallelujah. You are not alone. You are not alone. Amen. But this morning, I'd like to zoom in on a certain part. This morning. It says, verse 2, she became pregnant and gave birth to a son when she saw that he was fine. He was fine. When she saw that he was, he was what? Fine. Is there any fine, fine boy here? Is there, is there some fine boys here? Let me hear your amen, fine boys, fine boys. Hey. <laughs> fine boys. They are not sure they are fine. You have to tell them. They are not sure. <laughs> Let me hear a good amen. Just uh -huh. some fine boys in the system. Or, 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 or they need somebody to, to tell them. They didn't come to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. When she saw that he was what? Fine. Ah. Your actions will be based on what you see. I say your actions will be based on, on what you see. When she saw that he was fine. Now, the book of Hebrews goes a little bit further than the fine we see. Hallelujah. Now, let's go up to the book of Hebrews. And let's see. Let's read from Hebrews chapter 11. Let's see. When she saw that he was fine. Oh, may we see that he's also fine. May we see that she's also fine. May we see that they are fine. I say, may we see that they are fine. Hallelujah. <laughs> I don't mean what you mean. I don't mean what you're thinking. <laughs> when she saw that she was fine. But the book of Hebrews, the book of Hebrews just brings it out in a certain way. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 23. By faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born. Hallelujah. He hid him for what? Three months after he was born. Why? Because he saw that he was no ordinary child. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. It is not just that he's fine. When they look at a the baby, they said, Ah, this baby does not have an ordinary destiny. This baby will not be an ordinary child. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He saw that he was no ordinary child. And they were not afraid. By faith. By what? By what? By what? By the eyes of faith, you can see something that others are not seeing. Others probably were throwing their children away. But when they saw this child, when this child came, they said, no, this child does not have ordinary future. 
Ah. Can you see? Can you see? Hallelujah. I said, can you see? In the midst of the problem, in the midst of the trouble, in the midst of the persecution, in the midst of the tribulation, Bible says they saw something nice. Why does God believe something nice in the midst of trouble? They saw that the child was not an ordinary child. Hallelujah. 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 This morning, I want to invite you to see differently. I want to invite you to see things differently. You see, sometimes when you are in pain, it is so difficult to see something else. Have you, have you, have you had a headache before? When you have a headache and somebody is trying to talk to you, you can't see. You are so concerned about your, your headache. Wow. He saw that he was no ordinary child. Most times, the reason why people commit abortion is because they cannot see that this child is no ordinary child. One of my friends, he said when he was born, the father didn't want a child, didn't want him. So they wanted to get him out. But somehow the, mom, the mother said, I'll keep this child. He's a medical doctor. Hallelujah. Could you see? Could you see? You see, when you see a child, when you see a child, and you are just looking at the child, you can't tell the future. Sometimes you have to have the eyes of faith to see. Today, he's a senior medical doctor, a specialist. The father is very proud of him now. I said the father is very proud of him now. Some of you who, when you are born, your fathers just said, oh, hey, I don't want this one. May the Lord give grace to all the fathers here in the name of Jesus. Hey, I don't want this one. Now you have become a, they are looking for you. They started to call you. Uh -huh. They didn't have the eyes of in the midst of the difficulty, you could not see. I am inviting you to begin to see differently. See with the eyes of faith. Many marriages fall apart. Do you know why? Because you can't see. At the point when it's so difficult, what good is this marriage to me? Sometimes you have to be able to what? Many people give up their lives. They are so discouraged. They commit suicide. Why? Because they cannot see. In this state in which I find myself, I can't see what good life has again for me. I can't see what else is in life. I give up. Maybe the time you are giving up, your solution was just in front of you. I commend you not to give up in the name of Jesus. I say do not give up in the name of Jesus. See with the eyes of faith. Tell somebody, see with the eyes of faith. Say it again, see with the eyes of faith. 
Many people give up at a point in their lives. They just give up. Because you can't see again. The greatest gift you can have is to be able to see. Is to be able to see. Continue to have hope. Hallelujah. Continue to have a heart of expectation. Hallelujah. They had a heart of expectation. They knew that this child will become something. So let's hide the child. I thank God for all our mothers who held on. I thank God for all our fathers who held on. In the name of Jesus. Especially the mothers. They've done well. Yeah. They do better. Truthfully. Hallelujah. Today, I want us to look at how we should look at people. Especially a certain group of people. Matthew chapter 25. Let's, let's, let's start from Luke. Luke 16. If you go with me. Somebody could read for us. Luke chapter 16. Are you with me? Verse 19. Luke 16 verse 19. It says, there was a rich man who dressed in purple and fine linen and lived in luxury every day. At his gate was laid a beggar named Lazarus. Hallelujah. Covered with sauce and longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came and licked his sauce. The time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him to, Ab to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried in hell. Hey, I thought the rich man was buried in a very nice tomb. Where was the rich man buried? Hey, please, I thought the rich man was buried in a nice, in a nice tomb. <laughs> The rich man was buried where? In hell. Hallelujah. Where he was in torment, he looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. So he called to him, Father Abraham, have pity on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I am in agony in this fire. But Abraham replied, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things while Lazarus received bad things. But now he's comforted here and you are in agony. And besides all this between us and you, a great chasm has been fixed so that those who want to go from here to you cannot, nor can anyone cross over from there to us. Hallelujah. He answered, then I beg you, Father, send Lazarus to my father's house. Ah. 
He is beginning to see what? Differently. Hallelujah. Then send him to my father's house. For I have five brothers. Let him warn them so that they will not also come to this place of torment. Abraham replied, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. No, Father Abraham, you don't understand. You're not, you don't get what we are saying. When a ghost goes back there, they will listen to the ghost. Father Abraham, please, if somebody who had died gets back, they will believe. Abraham said, no, no, no. You don't understand too. They will not believe if they do not believe in the prophets. Hallelujah. This man did not see differently. He was eating, wearing his nice purple robe every day. He has couscous by this side. He has tajin by this side. He has rice pinky by this side. He has spaghetti with cheese by this side. He has potatoes by this side with with um, with um, with um, with boulet. And he was eating everything with his fruits. Whereas the poor man was where? By his table, looking for the crumbs that will fall off his table. Brothers and sisters, this is serious. And he's picking the crumbs. That's what he's eating. His wounds are so bad that the dogs have to have pity on him and come and lick the wounds, come and dress the wounds for him. And the rich man was always looking at them, feeling good. Bible says this rich man goes where? He is buried in. Ah, I pray that when you are being buried, you'll be buried somewhere else in the name of Jesus. Ah, how can you be buried? How can we go to the cemetery and say, you, you are buried here. You are not buried here. Some are not buried there in the cemetery. Some are buried elsewhere. He says he was buried in hell. So at a point, he begins to ask. He says, Father Abraham, please, Father Abraham, <laughs> it is very, very hot here. It's very hot here, Father Abraham. <laughs> it is too hot here. I don't need water. I just need a drop. Whatever. Uh, if I can just get... Mm. Uh, how many have felt thirsty before? Even Coca-Cola will not help. You need water. Father, Father Abraham, I need a drop. I need just a drop. <laughs> I'll be fine. Uh, a place where he's looking for just a drop. Why? Why? Because he saw the guy who was sitting there as a poor man. He saw him as good for nothing. He saw him as somebody who was in need, a troublesome guy. Who is just troubling his money? Just a drop of water. Just one drop. One drop. I wonder what, what that one drop would, would, would do. When the drop will start going from heaven to hell, I don't know whether the drop will get there. <laughs> Hydration and dehydration will take over. Evaporation. <laughs> He's just, he, he can't even think 
think about all the sizes he has learned. He just wants just one drop. He says, this place is too much. Brothers and sisters, I am inviting you to start to see things differently. Start to see human beings differently, especially them. Especially them. See them differently. But Abraham said, son, remember, remember, verse 25, remember, we can't give you water here. Nothing can come to you. Verse 27, he said, okay, 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 if I cannot get it, you see this, you see, I like the guy. I like this guy. He said, if I cannot get it, please send somebody to where? To my father's house. Because I have brothers there. And I know how they are living. I know how their lives are. I'm very sure that they're also coming here. They're coming here. I can tell they are coming here. They are my brothers. <laughs> Some of you have brothers like that. You have friends. I can tell they are coming here. So please, send Lazarus to them and let, let him warn them that they shouldn't come here. How would he warn them? How would he warn them? What will he tell them? Be careful. Your brother just sent me. Be careful. The way you are living. Hallelujah. Because where you are going, a drop of water will not even be given to you. A drop of water will not be given to you. Oh, please. Abraham, you don't understand. No, 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 no. You don't understand. Hey, if they see somebody from the dead, come, verse 30. They will believe. They will repent. They will change their ways. He said to him, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be convinced of anyone. Are you with me, somebody? There's something very serious we have to deal with. The way we see human beings. Be very careful. Today I feel so sober. I feel so quiet. Because I am I'm disturbed. I'm disturbed. Wow. Matthew 25. Matthew 25. Very quickly. Matthew 25. This and eschatological um, passage but it applies to us. Matthew 25 verse 31. Matthew 25 verse 31. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his throne. Hallelujah. And what will he do? He will sit on his throne in heavenly glory. Uh-huh. And all the nations will be gathered before him. Everybody will be coming. From wh- I don't, wherever you are from, it doesn't matter. Whether you are from the wildest village, you'll be there. All the nations will be gathered before him. And he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. <laughs> Which one are you? Which one do you want to be? Which one is better to be? I know they are not, they are all somehow, but which one do you? Sheep and goat. Ask your brother, are you goat or your sheep? Are you goat or a sheep? Are you goat or a sheep? He will separate the sheep from the goat. The next one, the next verse. He will put the sheep on his right and the goat on his left. Now listen now. Let's listen. 
So the goats will be where? On the left. I don't mean you. And the sheep will be where? On the right. And what will he say? Uh-huh. The next one. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father. Take your inheritance. The kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. Uh-huh. For I was hungry. Do you see why the, the rich man had a problem? For I was what? Hungry. And you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty. And you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger. And you invited me in. I needed clothes. And you clothed me. I was sick. And you looked after me. I was in prison. And you came to visit me. Hey. We shall do all these things. I said we shall do all these things. I said we shall do all these things. Then the righteous will answer him. Lord. When did we see you hungry? When were you hungry? You? Now, how many would, how many would give the least amount in your pocket if you see Jesus standing by the street and say, please? Today is today. Today I'm in need. How many would give him? How many would give him Jesus? You see Jesus. And you are sure it's Jesus. Hey! You saw me hungry. When did we see you hungry and fed you and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? Uh-huh. When did we see you a stranger and invite you in and needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? When? The king will reply, I tell you the truth. Whatever you did for one of the least of these, 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 Brothers, be careful. Be careful with those that Jesus calls his brothers. Hallelujah. You did it for me. The Bible says he has become our senior. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, I don't want you to look at me like this and say, you know that we don't have money. That is not what I'm talking about. It is a state of your heart that has to change. It's not whether you have money today or not. It's, that is not it. Your state of heart has to change. You have to become somebody who responds to this issue. Hallelujah. Mm, this year has not yet come. We are waiting for it. Your face like this thing is not busy. What did he say? I tell you, whatever you did for them, for the least of these brothers. The next one, the next verse. Then, he's, then he will say to those on his left, Depart me, you who are cursed, into eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes, and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison. And he did not look after, after me. Jesus is saying, whatever you did for him, you did it for me. So you have to start to see him as who? As Jesus. Tell somebody, you have to start to see me as Jesus. You have to start to see me. Shake the person by you. Shake the person by you for me. Shake the person. You have to start to see me as Jesus, somebody. 
For you to be a sheep and not a goat, you have to start to see me as Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 We are living in a world that has become so somehow. Everybody for himself, God for us all. Is it in the, is it in the Bible? I say it's in the Bible. Where do you learn it from? I say, where did you learn it from? Everybody for himself, God for... <laughs> Hallelujah. You did not look after me. Whatever you did for them, you did for me. They will answer, verse 44. Lord, when did we see you hungry? Thirsty, a stranger, needing clothes, sick, in prison, and did not help. See, see, see. Listen, look at the difference. Look at the difference. Look at the difference. There are people who do charity and charitable work because they want to do it. Others also do it because of how they feel about how people are suffering. That is not what we are talking about. Though. Don't confuse it. This one is about doing it because they are his brothers. It is like doing it for the sake and because of Jesus. That's what you are doing. So that kind of charitable work, doing good, just doing good to save humanity is not what we are talking about. We are, do, we are saying doing it because they are his what? His brothers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ask somebody, are you a sheep or you are a goat? Are you a sheep or you are a goat? Are you a sheep or you are a goat? Oh, yes, Lord. Father, we are all sheep here in the name of Jesus. And all those listening to us, we are sheep. Go with me to Romans chapter 15. A very serious passage. Romans 15. Romans chapter 15. She saw a fine boy. She saw an extraordinary boy. You can see an extraordinary person sitting by you. In the name of Jesus. Tell somebody you are extraordinary for me. You are extraordinary for me. I can see extraordinary. What does it say? Romans 15 verse 1. He who... We who are, we who are, ought to what? With what? With the failings. Uh, listen to this. We who are what? Strong. Ought to bear with what? The failings. The failings. We who are strong. We who are strong. Please, are you strong? Are you strong? Maybe you don't drink, you are strong. Maybe when you see wine, you, you, you are fine. But somebody sees wine, it's like, mm. I didn't say it all. He says we should do what? We who are strong ought to correct those who are failing. We who are strong ought to uh, get well oh, before I... Uh, is that what he says? Is that what he says? What does he say? We should what? 
We should bear. What does that mean? Eh? We should be patient with them. Nextly, we should be tolerant with them. Hallelujah. 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 Please, we who are strong, maybe you, as soon as you, you cook, you wash all your, like somebody cooks and leaves the pot, before you correct the person, what does it say? You don't wash. You should do what? Yeah. You see that your faces are begins to change. Your faces are changing. Somebody comes to the, to the room every time with a certain uh, smell. Their socks is somehow. You say she what? <laughs> When they remove their shoe, you'll be looking for where is the window. Hey, where's the window? Hey. <laughs> you should what? Bear. Some people are annoying. I'm telling you. <laughs> Amen. Oh. Have you met an annoying person before? I tell some people are very annoying. They are very, very annoying. In fact, when you get into the room, your, your heart just begins to change. They've not said anything, but I'm telling you, you, you are looking for... Don't, don't even talk to me today. Don't, don't, don't start at all before I, I, I release something. He says they ought to what? Bear. Bear with the failings of the weak. It is, this is not very interesting. She is very, very annoying. I'm telling you, Pastor, you, you have no idea. <laughs> Always when they buy the gas, they don't bring the change. Ah! Do you know that the basis of ministry is this one? One day we were having service, and when we finished, some, I walked upstairs, and somebody came to see me. He said, Pastor, Pastor, do you remember me? I said, ah, I don't remember you. Do you remember me? I said, no. That was the first time the person had come to, to, to church. And the, for me, the person was a newcomer. But the person said, do you remember me? I said, no. He said, one day, around 2 a.m., it's, it's not funny, brothers and sisters. I was lying down, enjoying myself. I sleep very well. Somebody came to knock, 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 knock. Somebody's looking for you. Ah! So I went down to see the person. The person said, Hey, me and my girlfriend, we are traveling somewhere. We are stranded. I hear you're a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hear you're a pastor. Can we do something? I was I was amazed. I mean, you don't know whether to beat, to fight, or to give. <laughs> but I stood there, and I had a chat. I talked with the person. Find out what the problem was. Why are you going around that time of the night? And I said okay. So I went upstairs. I got something. I 
I gave them to take the transport to go to where they wanted to go to. And they left. Hey! I said, God, deliver me. <laughs> and then he came to church. Then he said, do you remember me? I came with a certain girl. I said, oh, yeah, yeah. She said, you? So it's you, it's you. Yeah, it's me, it's you, it's me. I said, ah. I was amazed. The guy had come to church. Imagine when he came to the door. I did my karate. And then he sees me preaching. What will he think of me? He says, you should do what? Bear, bear somebody, brothers and sisters, bear. Let's learn to bear. Tolerate, tolerate. Patient. In fact, I found out the meaning of the word patient. Patient means long suffering. Please, patience means what? Enjoying long suffering. Suffering for long in enjoyment. I say what? Suffering for long in, in enjoyment. Long suffering. He says, you ought to bear. You see, sometimes when you are strong and you see a weak person, what you want to do is to show your strength on the other person. Is that not so? Is that not so? What does the Bible tell you? You should bear. Bear with the failings of the weak. And not to please your, yourselves. Are you following me, somebody? Are you following? Each of you should please his what? Please, please your what? Please your neighbor. Today when you go home, you are going to cook for somebody. Or oh, somebody is going to receive a free, a free cooking. A free cooking. Not, not the one. Hey, the food is there if you want to go and. Uh, you cook the food and, and place it on a nice. Uh, uh, all those who are mentioning the names of others, they are the ones who are supposed to be doing such things. They are the ones. Each of you should please his. We are so self-centered. So self-centered. It's about us. Even the good that you are doing is about you so that you look good. But it says what? I love the Bible, though. I love the Bible. It says what? Each of you should please his neighbor for for your neighbor's good, not for your good. Not for your good. For your neighbor's good. To do what? To build him up. It means that you cannot build people up unless you have, first of all, you have, first of all, that word. Bear. Bear. You see a prostitute coming to church, you have to what? Bear. You see a thief coming to church, you have to what? Bear. People who don't look like you, they're coming there, you have to bear with them. And then do what? Please. In order to build them up. See, there's a biblical way of functioning. Hallelujah. 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 In order to do what? To build them up. Hallelujah. I love it. When we finish, we are going to pray, I'm telling you. For even Christ did not please himself. 
but it's written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through the endurance and encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. It's like having patience. The verse 7. The verse 7. What does it say? Accept. Accept. I'm amazed how we don't accept ourselves. What does it say? Accept one another. You see, it's not interesting again. We don't preach these things again in church. Because when you have a church where you have rich and poor, you can see that there's a disparity between rich and poor. Accept one another. Then just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. Our praise is not always coming to dance. These are the things that brings praises to God. Tell somebody I accept you. Tell somebody I accept you. The language might be different, but I accept you. Hallelujah. When you talk, I don't understand, but I accept you. Do you know there are some people, there are some people when they talk, you don't understand I'm telling you. Either they stretch the word, either they sing the word, either they, you don't know what they are saying. But I want, I accept you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, are you with me? He says, accept one another. Accept one another. Father, help us. Father, help us. We are not going to be part of the judgment. Hallelujah. Because the person you are sitting by, the person you are seeing, the person walking on the street might be Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Romans chapter 12. Let's finish with this. Romans 12. Verse 9. Oh, thank you, Father. All those who are fighting in their houses from today, it is finished. All the fire that you are firing. Are you getting it? Yeah. Some of us, when the person even looks at you, I come to church, they say, ah, I should also come to church with this person. How do we sit in the same church with this person? Sometimes they look at it and say, mm, you are, no, I, will, mm, I prefer to stay at home. If this is how church people go to church, let me just stay at home. We are somehow, sometimes. I say we are somehow, sometimes. Because we can't see something extraordinary. You look at the person, the person is just an ordinary person. A normal person to you. Love must be what? Sincere. Hate what is evil. 
and cling to what is good. The next one. Be devoted. Oh, Father. Yeah. What? Be devoted to what? Be devoted to one another. Tell somebody, be devoted to me. Be devoted to me. In the right sense. In the right sense. In the right sense. Be devoted to me. Hannah one another above. Hannah one another above what? It sounds too simple. But we all know how, what it means to do it. Hannah one another above. You all want to bathe. And you have to use one bathroom. Eh? One has to go before the other. You say, please. Please go. This is what causes accidents on the road. Though. Everybody wants to enter. One cannot wait and say, you just go. No. Then you, wait, then you come to, you've come to church. And your heart is very heavy. When I wanted to bathe, she didn't allow me. Look at how she, she's dancing. Oh. God is not accepting you. You are going to go back home and say sorry today. You don't think it's your fault, but you say sorry. You know, I was going to preach something on. In fact, there are some passages interesting I was moving to. And the Lord kept telling me, come back. Verse 2. I said, what is in verse 2? A fine child. Oh, God. <laughs> I came to believe that we need it. Yeah. We need it. I say we are going to say sorry. I said we are going to say Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Hannah one another above yourselves. I want to cook. I am hungry. You are also hungry. We are all hungry. What should you do? I said, what should you do? We all want to cook. Hannah one another above yourselves. Hey, I can preach on this one for the whole day. Hannah one another above yourselves. thinking about how many things we have to do. We have to go here. We have to come here. No, no. I don't have time. You know, whatever. I have to do this. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. You see, brothers and sisters, let me tell you. Living the Christian life is not easy. No. Living the Christian life is not that it's not easy. It is impossible. 
let me say it again. I say living the Christian life is what? It's not that it's not easy. We always say it's not easy. No, no, no. It is impossible. Naturally. I said it is impossible what? Naturally. Naturally it is impossible. Because naturally we all want to handle ourselves above Each time you find yourself working on a natural state, you are doing naturally what naturally has to be done. You realize that you are falling off. You are off. Because the spiritual life, the Christian life is a spiritual life. It's a life above the natural. How do you handle somebody above yourself? Let me say it. Some of you, the friends that you have, the people you have, you never have them again. I say you will not have them again. Oh, help us, Lord, Holy Spirit. The next verse. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep serving. Keep your spiritual favor serving the Lord. The next one. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share. You see, you wonder what you wonder what prayer has to do in this whole verse, in this whole series of helping your other person. Because you cannot do it by yourself. I say the Christian life is almost impossible. Naturally. Share with God's people who are in it. Practice hospitality. Practice hospitality. Practice hospital. Hospitality. Practice. I won't talk about that now. I won't talk about that now. All those of you, when people are visiting you, you just hide your food. You can, you can smell the room, but the room, but the room is, is, the food is missing. The food just entered under the bed. Or it's in the cupboard, and the smell is coming out. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. The next one. Bless and do not curse. Bless and do not curse. Today, many churches are filled with, I, I curse them. I curse them. Eh, 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 eh. Fall by fire, left, right. Fall by fire. I curse them, left, right. All my enemies, anywhere they are found. I pray, hey God, curses. Then the pastor says, release the curse. Release the curse. I, I, I release first hand curse, second hand curse, third hand curse. They're cursing. He says, do not what? Curse. But rather what? Curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who, who mourn. Today, many have turned their houses into chaos. Because we see witches everywhere. The mother who kept you and nursed you has become a witch. If she was a witch, she should have killed you long ago. Hey, the next one. No, go back, go back. Rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who, who mourn. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Rejoice with the prosperity of others. Become the person who people can tell you they succeeded. Become the person who people can tell you they passed. They had a good grade. Some of you, they know you. They tell you the past. Hmm. 
attitude will change in the house. Jealousy will start. Anything they take. Huh? Why take about? Hey, bring it here. Bring it here. Then you say quietly, you, you think I'm a fool. Be taking my things and the passing. Who should be failing? The next one. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. I see this in all of Paul's writing. He says, be willing to associate with low position. People of low position. Do not be proud. Do not be proud. Hallelujah. 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 I know it's difficult. I know. I know. I know. Verse 20. Oh, let me just finish it. Verse 19. Verse 19. He says, do not revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's word, wrath, for it's written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. Hallelujah. There are times where you don't have to word revenge. Don't even say anything. Don't blast it. Don't blast the person. I, I feel like blasting you. I will face you squarely. You and I will see who wear one trouser. We'll see who will sleep here. I will deal with you. Personally. Yeah. Personally. You think we are fools? I will deal with you today. <laughs> he says what? Leave room for God. It means that when people offend you, just allow God to be the one to what? Deal with them. Hallelujah. On the contrary, on the contrary, on the contrary, on the contrary, your enemy is what? If your enemy is hungry, do what? This is how we are winning the kingdom. The kingdom wins by what? Feeding your... Mm. You know she doesn't like you, but when you fry your pulley, give her one. Are you getting it? Feed your... Feed your enemies. See, brothers and sisters, this thing works powerfully in the spiritual realm. This thing, it works what? Powerfully. A witch, a wizard, cannot stay in the midst of this stuff. I say you will sack them out of the house by feeding them. I say they can't stay spiritually. Spiritually. You know what? You might, you might never fight. Never even pray about it. Just feed them. As you bless the food, give it to them. Hey. Feed them. As you bless the food, call them to come and eat. Feed them. They can't stay. The kingdom of darkness works very well in the kingdom of darkness. Anywhere there's dark hatred and strife, the devil, uh -huh, this, uh, this environment, they'll prosper there. They'll do well. Learn these secrets. Feed them. Pay for their school fees. Pay for their school fees. Tell them, I will help. Oh, your child wants to go to school. I'll help. How much is it? I'll help. They will be shocked. You, 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 don't, you, will, not, you will not pray about it. Just feed them. 
If they are thirsty, do what? Give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do you know what burning coals is? You put the person under fire. The fire you are throwing is not the fire you should be throwing. The fire you are throwing with your mouth is not what? The fire you should be throwing is what? Eh? I said the fire you should be throwing is what? Food and water and school fees. Feed them. You'll be, please, can you find a, a different verse at the, N, the N, NASB or something for that last burning coals on their head? Somebody has said a different version on your phone. Or, no, not on your phone, in your Bible. You'll be beating burning coals on their head. This is how to fight the devil. This is how to fight the enemy. Is to get away strife. They'll be ashamed. Ah, no, there's another one that talks about fire. Fire. Try to see whether you find it. Fire. Find me another one. Huh? NLT, what does it say? If they're hungry, feed them. If they're thirsty, give them something to drink. For in doing this, you will heap one, burning coals of shame, coals of fire. Uh -huh. Coals of fire. <laughs> I say you'll be heaping one. Fire. Fire. As you are feeding them, fire. Hey. I say, as you are feeding them, what will be coming? Fire. They don't stay in such places. Huh. Bible says the fire you'll be heaping on them will be what? Your food and your and your drink. Fire. And this is so spiritual. I don't even have time to go into it. Even now that I've told you stories about this. And I've told you stories about this. It's so spiritual. This verse is very spiritual. Literally, literally, fire. Fire. Literally, I say literally, fire will be on them. Fire. They can't stay. They can't stay. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, feed them with fire. Feed them with fire. Feed them with fire. Fire. Literally. Verse 21. Do not, do not be, be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with, with good. I love this verse. Do not be overcome by what? Do not be overcome by what? Most times when something happens to us, something evil happens to us, we are overcome. But overcome evil with what? With good. She didn't wash the plate. Cook for her. Overcome it by what? Overcome it by what? By washing it. She took your 2.5. She didn't bring the change. Give her five grams. Overcome the evil we want. I can see you doing well. I can see every devil running away from you. 
They can't stay in your environment. They can't stay. No. The principles are too different. No, you are too nice for them. When they come near you, it is only fire. Only fire. Shall we pray? Do you want to pray? Do you want to pray? Do you want to ask God to help you? How many, how many realize that you can't do it naturally? How many have agreed that this thing by way of naturally I can't do it? Naturally, I can't do it. There's no way. Can't do it. And this is Jesus talking on. This is the spirit of God talking. This is the standard for us. May the Lord give us grace. Oh, somebody lift up your voice and pray. Pray, ask God for help. Sincerely ask God for help. Father, give us mercy. To see the extraordinary in people. To be patient with them. To bear with them in their weaknesses. Jesus, I surrender to Him. I believe. Oh, I will ever love and trust in His presence. To Jesus, oh, to Jesus, I oh, surrender oh, to Him. I believe. Oh, I will. His presence I surrender I surrender I surrender I surrender Oh to thee Say, Savior, I surrender. Somebody ask God for grace. Ask God for grace. Ask God for grace. He says, we should come boldly to the throne of grace. And appropriate grace and mercy for ourselves. Oh, Shandarabaya we do not want to become those who have done all, who 
who call him Lord, 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 and still enter into hell. Jesus. Yes, Ask God, ask God for grace. Open up your mouth and ask God for grace. Ask God for grace in the name of Jesus. Send Oh, Father, we cannot do it without you. We cannot do it without you, Lord. That's why your word says we can do nothing on our own. To live out this life that you've called us, this Christian life, this Christian life you've called us, to be your sons and your daughters, to be your representatives, as you accepted us, as you accepted us, as you helped us, as you're patient with us, as you suffer long with us. Oh, help us. Father, we are sorry. We ask for forgiveness of all the places we have messed up. Forgive us, Lord. From those who have even rejected children. And Father, way down to, to just rejecting roommates, to rejecting our friends, to rejecting those that you have placed around us, to reach out to them in love. And Father, we've walked in hatred. We've walked in unforgiveness. Help us, Lord. Touch our hearts, Lord Jesus. Touch our hearts, Lord Jesus. Melt every stony heart here. Melt every difficult heart here. And Father, any heart that is broken, any heart that is broken, that is wounded, and so has become hardened, I pray, soften us again. Make us vulnerable again. Make us vulnerable again. Make us vulnerable again. Thank you. Touch our hearts, Lord. Touch our hearts, Lord. For this is your calling for us, Father. Help us. Help us, Lord. Thank you, Father. Spirit of the living. Fall afresh on me. Spirit of spirit of the living God. Oh, fall afresh on me. Spirit of the living God, spirit. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us, fall afresh on me. Spirit of spirit of the living God, oh, fall 
fill me, fill me, and use me, and use, oh, speak, oh, that thing I hope for. Let's just do your prayer. Break me, break me, break. <clears throat> mold me, mold. Fill me, fill. Oh, and use me, speak. Great old Let's again. Oh Lord, I want to be more like you. I want to be a vessel. I want to be a vessel you can. Oh Lord, I want to be more. Do you find last time, oh Lord? I want to be more like Let us be your prayer. I want to be more like you. Oh, I want to be a vessel you wear. Oh, Lord. Different as time, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I want to be more like you. That is our aim. That's the purpose of our lives, oh, Lord. To be more like Jesus, to be more like our master. I wanna be a vessel, I wanna be a vessel, you are. Oh Lord. Do that again. Oh Lord, oh Lord. That's our prayer, Father. I wanna be more like you, Lord. I want to be more like you. I want to be a vessel. I want to be a vessel. Oh, Lord. I want to be more like you. We thank you. We thank you. Receive a new grace. Receive a new peace. Receive a new strength. To walk the walk that he has called us. To be worthy of the calling that he has called us unto. He said we should be perfect as our heavenly father is perfect. Perfect as Lord Jesus. Perfect as Lord Holy Spirit. Father, may all see that we are your sons and daughters. May all see through our lives. May we resemble you in every way. We thank you and we praise you. Amen. Hallelujah. Put us together for him.